0: Hello, this is your daily dose of news from On Manorama. I'm your host Vishnu and these are the major news stories of the day. The IT department continued its raid of the BBC's offices into the third day. The operation which began in the company's Delhi and Mumbai offices around 11.30 am on Tuesday has clogged more than 45 hours now. Tripura registers high voter turnout for assembly polls amid sporadic incidents of violence. International investigation by Journalist Consortium reveals Israeli contract team was behind fake social media campaigns in India. Kerala tribal man's death? Police say crucial leads found. Kerala government tells Supreme Court re-examining Manju Varier is crucial to prove the Leib's involvement in actor assault case. Let's get into the details. The Income Tax Department's survey at the BBC's offices in Delhi and Mumbai continued for the third straight day on Thursday as officials gathered financial data from select staffers and made copies of electronic and paper data of the news organization. The operation that began at the British Broadcasting Corporation offices around 11.30 am on Tuesday has clocked more than 45 hours at the time of recording. According to officials, the survey is being carried out to investigate issues related to international taxation and transfer pricing of BBC subsidiary companies. The survey teams are seeking answers on financial transactions, the company structure and other details about the news company and are copying data from electronic gadgets as part of their task of collecting the evidence. Opposition parties have denounced the IT department action against the London-headquartered public broadcaster, terming it political vendetta. On Tuesday, the ruling BJP had accused the BBC of venomous reporting, while the opposition had questioned the timing of the action that came weeks after the broadcaster aired a two-part documentary, India the Modi Question, on Prime Minister Narendra Modi and the 2002 Gujarat riots. The Supreme Court last week dismissed a plea seeking the imposition of a complete ban on the BBC in India in the wake of the controversial documentary, terming the petition entirely misconceived and absolutely meritless. Around 70% of the 28.13 lakh voters exercised their franchise in the Tripura Assembly elections on Thursday, with polling largely being peaceful amid sporadic incidents of violence, according to Chief Electoral Officer Gitte Kirin Kumar Dinakar Rao. At least three people, including a CPIM leader and two polling agents of the left party, were injured in separate incidents of violence during the polling. The exercise began at 7 am and concluded at 4 pm. Noting that free and fair elections were conducted, the CEO said the Election Commission of India ensured the entry of more than one party's polling agent in all the 3,337 booths. The CEO said EVM malfunctioning was reported in 40 to 45 places, but all the machines were replaced and voting resumed, adding the ECI sent additional forces wherever required. Rajasabha MP and former CM Biplab Kumar Deb exuded confidence that BJP will win 40 of the 60 seats in the state. Meanwhile, the CPIM and the Congress thanked electors for exercising their democratic right to restore democracy by defying all obstacles. The Northeastern state, where top leaders had stepped up their electoral spade work over the past few days, is set to witness a triangular fight this time, with the BJP-IPFT coalition seeking to retain supremacy, the left-Congress combined looking to rest power, and regional outfit Tipra Motha making its debut at the hustings after a stunning performance in the Autonomous Council polls. The BJP is contesting 55 Assembly seats and its ally IPFT has fielded candidates in six constituencies. The two parties will be having a friendly fight in one seat. The left front is contesting 47 seats and the Congress 13 constituencies. The TMC has fielded nominees in 28 constituencies. Apart from that, there are 58 independent aspirants in the fray. Votes will be counted on March 2nd. A team of Israeli contractors who are feared to have interfered with more than 30 elections around the world have been linked with software to operate fake social media campaigns across several countries, including India, a report said on Wednesday. In an international investigation by a journalist consortium, including The Guardian newspaper in the UK, a so-called Team Jorge unit has been linked with allegedly offering a sophisticated software package named Advanced Impact Media Solutions, aka AIMS, to commercial clients as one of its key services. The unit is said to be run by Tal Hanan, a 50-year-old former Israeli special forces operative who works privately using the pseudonym Jorge and Team Jorge is accused of using means such as hacking, sabotage and automated disinformation online. When questioned, Hanan told the investigation that he denies any wrongdoing. The newspaper report said on Wednesday that over several months last year, along with its reporting partners on the investigation, it had tracked AIMS-linked bot activity across the internet and found it was behind fake social media campaigns, mostly involving commercial disputes. In about 20 countries, including the UK, US, Canada, Germany, Switzerland, Mexico, Senegal, India and the United Arab Emirates. The consortium of journalists that investigated Team Jorge includes reporters from 30 global media outlets. The project, part of a wider investigation into the disinformation industry, has been coordinated by Forbidden Stories, a French non-profit with a mission to pursue the work of assassinated, threatened or jailed reporters. The investigation is part of Story Killers, a collaboration led by Forbidden Stories and was inspired by the work of Gauri Lankesh, a 55-year-old journalist who was shot dead outside a Bengaluru home in 2017. The Guardian notes that hours before Lankesh was murdered, she had been putting the finishing touches on an article called In the Age of False News, which examined how so-called life factories online were spreading disinformation in India. In the final line of the article which was published after her death the late Indian journalist wrote I want to salute all those who expose fake news I wish there were more of them The undercover footage for the latest investigation into Team Jorge was filmed by three reporters who approached the unit posing as prospective clients In more than 6 hours of secretly recorded meetings Hanan and his team reportedly speak about how they could gather intelligence on rivals including by using hacking techniques to access Gmail and Telegram accounts In addition to Ames, Hanan allegedly told reporters about a blogger machine, an automated system for creating websites that the Ames-controlled social media profiles could then use to spread fake news stories across the internet. Police on Thursday said they have found crucial leads about two of the four people who allegedly assaulted the Wayana tribal man on medical college hospital premises last Friday. A detailed investigation is underway to collect details, based on the available CCTV details. Police are also gathering information on bystanders at the Institute for Maternal and Child Health where Vishwanathan was assaulted after being accused of stealing a mobile phone. Manorama News reported that the CCTV visuals showed 12 people around Vishwanathan at the time the family alleged he was beaten up. An eight-member team is investigating the case now. It was initially led by the Medical College CI. The Schedule Cast and Schedule Tribe Atrocities Prevention Act stipulates that an officer not less than the DYSP rank has to investigate such cases. Since charges under this act were added to the case, the Kodikot City Police Commissioner and ACP are leading the investigation now. Vishwanathan was found hanging from a tree on the premises of the Medical College Hospital last Sunday after being accused of theft. The Kerala government on Thursday informed the Supreme Court of India that re-examining Malayalam actor Manju Warrior was crucial in proving Dilip's involvement in the 2017 acted assault case. The Supreme Court bench comprising Justice Dinesh Maheshari was considering the case. Dilip had filed an affidavit in the Supreme Court against the re-examining of witnesses, including his former wife Manju Harrier, in connection with the 2017 acted assault case. In his affidavit, Dalib argued that the reasons stated by the prosecution for re-examining the witnesses were fake. The actor has said that the prosecution is buying time for itself. The prosecution argued that the actor's allegations were baseless. In his 24-page affidavit, Dalib argues the prosecution questioning his wife Kavya Madhavan's parents, Madhavan and Shyamala, was also to prolong the trial. Meanwhile, the trial court which is hearing the arguments in the case has requested the Kerala High Court to grant six months additional time to complete the trial. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks for listening to Daily News Toast, hosted and produced by me, Vishnu, with technical support by Idea Brew Studios. Follow on Manorama.com for detailed updates on the latest news and be sure to come back tomorrow.